0: Alasho kan ki nan anore, alasho xo kan ki xere ojo, ala xo ala ki joko si sọ ilépo, ala ni ngbe bò kò jà ediè sara Ala ntete, kutu o da nyonpon nyonpon silè, ki lèri ati Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Yoruba Proverbs Podcast. I'm your host, Bide Loginde. eto owe Yoruba. So on this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba Proverbs that describe concepts such as frugality, self-respect, discretion, moderation, humility, and modesty. So according to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time, let's get to it. So the first proverb I have here says Alangba ki leriati A lizard does not boast that it will kill a snake. Alangba ki a lizard does not boast that it will kill a snake so we know that um, naturally snakes would always eat lizards frogs and so on so if we come across a lizard that is boasting to be able to kill a snake then we have to be able to take a look at this lizard saying you're full of something and nobody's going to believe you and if you're not careful you're just going to get yourself killed when you try and go attack a snake for example. So what this basically means is we should be careful to not propose what we cannot accomplish. In other words, we should be cognizant of our limitations. We should not um, go around claiming to be who we are not. We should always have at the back of our minds what we can and cannot do. And this applies to every situation we find ourselves in. We should know our limitations, the limitations of our power, so that we don't go around exercising the power that we don't have. We should not go around trying to help in a way that we cannot possibly help, and so on and so forth. So this um, is a crucial reminder, like most Yoruba proverbs um, do to be self-aware of our limitations, of our physical limitations, mental limitations, and so on. Alangba, ki leri ati kwaijo, a lizard does not boast that it will kill a snake. So the second proverb I have here is, alantiti ojini kutukutu, yapon sile. A cricket rises in the morning and vows to perform wonders. Ojini Kutukutu, sile. A cricket that rises in the morning and then vows to perform wonders. So we all know that um, crickets are nocturnal creatures. They don't exactly. Um, they are not exactly awake during the day and if you ask around i'm sure people that say they've seen crickets is either they see them in maybe someone that that raises um crickets someone that rears crickets or breeds crickets and then you see um the crickets there there's someone that has a cricket farm and it's it's rare to see a cricket during the day talk less of at night so now we have a situation where a cricket is boasting that um it's going to wake up, rise up early in the morning, and then perform wonders. We only hear about crickets. We don't necessarily see them. So in other words, what this means to me is um someone who is of little resources shouldn't boast too much because their boasts are usually empty. So in other words, a cricket, uh, in this case, the analogy is basically sh- saying, Crickets are known to be nocturnal, nocturnal animals. They are mostly heard and not seen. So what wonders, what kind of wonders could a cricket perform? Not even at night when they, they are mostly active and chirping, but then this cricket is claiming to, to rise up in the morning and then perform wonders. So it's, it's like the first proverb says, we should be mindful of our limitations. And this takes it further saying, we shouldn't go around claiming to be who we are not we shouldn't boast unnecessarily because that kind of boast usually end up being empty and then we lose our self-respect we lose our credibility and so on wo da sile the cricket rises in the morning and vows to perform wonders so the third proverb i have here says alasheju So this translates to, It is an immoderate person who carries a sacrificial offering past Eshu's shrine. The one who carries his arms past the mosque. So this is a very detailed proverb with two parts. And of course, like most Yoruba proverbs, they they try to tie two separate unrelated things and then use them to interpret one thing. So the first part says, Alash Eju, Ningbe Dieshu, an immoderate person, someone that lacks moderation, carries his sacrificial offering past issues shrine. So what that literally means is um, in traditional Yoruba culture we have traditional religions. And in these traditional religions, there are sacrifices, um regular sacrifices, seasonal sacrifices, and so on. So one of these gods and goddesses in traditional Yoruba culture is known as Eshu. And in in English language and so on, that basically relates to Satan or Lucifer or whatever the, the name is in other languages. So Eshu is one of these notorious gods. And of course, everyone is careful when they are doing sacrificial offerings to issue. It's not something you do lightly. It's not something they even leave for younger folks to to handle. It's mostly reserved for the elderly um, priests and priestesses to conduct. So now we see an instance of a, an, someone that lacks moderation who carries his sacrificial offering past issues, shrine. So the way these um, sacrificial offerings are done you you wear some certain kind of regalia. It's usually done at certain times of the day. Um, there's steps you have to follow and do by the book and so on. So someone that lacks moderation won't follow the steps to conduct this sacrificial offering to this notorious God and then go past the shrine. So the person doesn't even... Can even cannot even identify a shoes shrine, usually in the forest or jungle, as the case may be. So this person is not only not doing this thing right, the person is now even taking the sacrificial offering past a shoes shrine. So they are using um, this person's lack of moderation to describe how the person is not doing a sacrificial offering properly and then the second part of the proverb says the one who carries his arms past the mosque so in other words they are using two religious practices to describe someone that lacks moderation the first part is basically how this person who lacks moderation does not conduct a sacrificial offering properly and then this same person as the case may be or as the analogy goes this same person is now carrying arms past the mosque. So in Islam, one of the five main pillars of Islam is to give alms to the poor. So people with little resources, people with inadequate resources in society, the people that have enough resources like funds, food, and so on, they donate money and other resources to give to the poor. And it's the mosque where that all these collections are handled and coordinated. So someone who wants to give alms to the poor would take it to the mosque and then the mosque would coordinate how to get it to the to the poor members of society. However, this person who lacks moderation actually wants to give alms to the poor. But then instead of taking the alms to the mosque, the person takes it past the mosque. So in other words, this person has good intentions, but then that lack of moderation makes this person... Take the alms past the mosque. So, what exactly is now the purpose of these alms? After you've told all your relatives and friends that you're going to the mosque to give alms to the poor, but then you take your alms past the mosque. So, to t- to tie this back to the first part of the proverb, and we see how the the person who wants to do a sacrificial offering to Ishu instead of taking it to to the shrine of Ishu and leaving it there. hoping his or her prayers get answered the person is taking past issues shrine so this basically translates from all these literal interpretations i've been given we can see how moderation is important in everything we do this is not only limited to yoruba culture and i'm sure we see this in Every culture, every tradition, and so on. It's good to have moderation in everything we do, in everywhere we find ourselves, so we don't turn out to become like this person who takes arms past the mosque, and this person who takes the sacrificial offering past Eshu's shrine. So ala shedju ning bebo koja mosalasi. It is an immoderate person who carries the sacrificial offering past issues shrine. The one who carries his arms past the mosque. So Proverb number four here says A person dressed in white does not sit at the stall of a palm oil cellar. A person who is dressed in white does not sit at the stall of a palm oil cellar. So just the, the description of this proverb basically means um, if we, in traditional Yoruba culture, there's there are markets and all kinds of people selling all kinds of things in the markets, usually foodstuff. And of course, there are also non-food related items. So in this case, we all know palm oil is red in color. It's usually, if you handle palm oil containers chances are you'll get your hands soiled with the palm oil that sticks to the outside of the container of the palm oil. And of course, when pouring palm oil from one container to the other, they usually spill. And you cannot exactly control how they spill or where they land on. So the people who work um, in a palm oil stall in those markets, they are usually prepared to have stains on their clothes, on their body, hands and feet and so on. So in this case, we now have an idea of the kind of garments, the kind of dresses and clothes people wear to go buy palm oil or the people that sell palm oil, they don't exactly wear clothes that they don't want to get stained because the nature of the palm oil business has stains built into it inherently. So now we are seeing this description of someone dressed in white does not go and sit at the stall of a palm oil seller, so just by definition, the person would get is or her white garment, is our white clothes stained with palm oil, inevitably, either within five minutes of getting there, or after one hour or two hours, as the case may be. So in other words, this basically means we shouldn't expose ourselves to things that can cause scorn, ridicule, disrespect, and so on. So this is one of those proverbs where the meaning is initially obvious, but then it's also something that would take reflection to become even more obvious. So by literal definition, someone wearing white shouldn't go and sit at the stall of a palm oil seller. And figuratively, someone who has a reputation to maintain or keep up doesn't go around dealing with people who can solve their reputation, doesn't go around places where that reputation can be solved. So we should be careful to not expose ourselves to scorn and ridicule regardless of what we do, where we find ourselves and so on. So this applies to everybody of every age, every gender, race, ethnicity, and so on. And I'm sure there are variations of this proverb in so many other languages. Alasho ki joko A person dressed in white does not sit at the stall of a palm oil seller. So the last proverb I have here has a double, um, as a double variant. So it says alasho ki no anore, and then the second variant is alasho ki so the first meaning basically says, "Alasho no anore, a person who has only one set of clothes does not bargain until he gets wet." And then the second variant says, "Alasho a person who has only one set of clothes does not play in the rain." So I'll take it again. The first variant, "Alasho no anore, a person who has only one set of clothes does not bargain until he gets wet," and the second variant. A person who has only one set of clothes does not play in the rain. So basically, this the two variants of this proverb is referring to someone with one set of clothes and then getting that set of that set of clothes wet. But then in the first variant, it says the person with one set of clothes does not bargain until he gets wet. So this requires some reflection because how do you have one set of clothes? The bargain is basically saying, okay, this person goes to buy something and then they start to bargain and then somehow they get themselves wet. So this requires some context. So in traditional Yoruba culture, if we go to the markets and then we want to buy something and then the seller says the the price, they are willing to sell that thing. Then the buyer, of course, has to bargain and negotiate and says they want to... Buy at a lower price, and then they somehow reach a compromise and meet in the middle. But if the buyer keeps bargaining ridiculously, <laughs> and the seller gets to the point of frustration saying, If you are not ready to buy, please leave, let people who are ready come and buy from me. But then it sometimes gets to the, that frustration, sometimes gets to the point of grabbing. The nearest container of water and pouring it on the buyer to just get the buyer the the unserious buyer to leave so this is where the wetness comes in when this proverb is referring to bargaining and then getting yourselves wet unfortunately you only have one set of clothes so you have to walk around the market in wet clothes so again Allah shock kino anore so, anore in this case means you bargain until the point of you get yourself wet, which I just ex- explained is you bargain until the point of ridiculing yourself. So, which is in line with the theme of this episode saying we shouldn't do things that would expose us to ridicule. So, a person who has only one set of clothes does not bargain until he gets wet. You get wet when you bargain ridiculously and the seller basically wants to humiliate you to get you out of his or her sight so that's the first variant of this proverb and then the second variant is ki a person who has only one set of clothes does not play in the rain so this is way more straightforward way more direct if i have only one set of clothes and it's about to rain i would make sure i find the nearest shelter and not get myself wet because I only have one set of clothes. If it gets wet, I'm going to be wet and feel cold and start sneezing and coughing and so on. So in other words, what this means is basically we should guard meager resources jealously. Someone who has only one set of clothes. In other words, the person has meager resources. You're only set of clothes you have to make it last longer until you have the financial wherewithal to buy new sets of clothes so we should guard our mega resources jealously by not exposing ourselves to things that would make those resources basically wasted in other words like the person who is bargaining until the seller pours water on him or her that person is not conversant of my mega resources, this one set of clothes, I have to guard it jealously by not going around doing stupid things, like bargaining ridiculously. And then the second variant says, someone with mega resources should know when these resources need even way more jealous guarding. So in other words, don't go around playing in the rain if you know you only have one set of clothes. Don't go around exposing yourself to things that can make you waste your scanty resources that you have and then you now start complaining of your resources your time money whatever the case may be is now being wasted so the resources in this case could be like i said time money um even talent in some cases um we shouldn't do things that would waste our talent we shouldn't do things that would waste money we shouldn't do things that would waste Food and so on. So, um, that's that's all I have for this episode 23 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Thank you for listening. The Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alonle Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemi Logunde, senior producer Bidemir Logunde, executive producers Olufolani Logunde and Tobilabao Logunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts and please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it for questions comments or any suggestions please send an email to bdmi at bdmi.com please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so thank you for your time see you on the next episode bye for now